0: Welcome to the Watch Her Eyes podcast.
1: I'm Katie. And I'm Tash. This is your moment in the day where you get to switch off, let your hair down and join us as we attempt to balance business, babies and everything in between.
0: Removing the filter and sharing in all the highs and lows that come with life. Having real conversations about everything to do with being a woman, a mother and a business owner.
1: So no matter what stage you're at in your journey, if you find yourself juggling all the hats of what it means to be a woman, then and this is for you.
0: Um, Hello. And welcome. Can you believe we're even here?
1: I cannot.
0: I am so excited. And if you are tuning in for our very first episode, we Woohoo. are so grateful to be here with you.
1: We are. We're super excited. Feels like it's been a while to get here.
0: Um, It has. But let's be honest, you have been the driving force behind this. I am definitely the one who leaves things to the last minute. No. Now, we are well aware that this is the episode we're going to look back on in many years' time when we are super successful and cringe at. (laughs) So, before you get to know us a little bit more, we're going to kick off with a highlight and a lowlight from the week. So, Katie.
1: Yes. So, let me think back on what my week was. Highlight. You know what actually my highlight is? I... Took a bit of a step back this week and tried to balance things a bit more. And I feel like it paid off. I'm at a better place mentally.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So that's a win for me. Nice. That will hopefully stay. Oh, it will. <laughs> and low light was that the 20s, um had their first bout of sickness. Oh, yeah. It's awful, isn't it? <laughs> I feel like we were really lucky in that. They're seven months old and Mm -hmm. we didn't have anything before this really. So I can't really complain too much, but just like hearing them cough and you're like, Oh, we want to help you cough.
0: (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I just want to cuddle you and like make you feel better and do all the Mm -hmm. things for you.
1: Yeah. But they're better now. So low light ended, which is good. Nice. And what about you?
0: Look, mine is the same for both. So, Low light for the week is my beautiful little girl who is 10 months old, is going through a bit of a sleep progression. Yes, I say progression and not regression. Um, So we have had some very sleepless nights, um, which has also involved me sleeping on her bedroom floor on a couch cushion from the outdoor couch. Oh my God. (laughs) So, but my highlight of the week is for the last two nights, I have slept back in my bed And we have slept nearly all the way through to 6.30 with only one wake up during the night. Whereas before we had about a nice four hour awake gap in the middle of the night. So highlight and low light for the week is sleep, which is very interesting.
1: A bit of a segue.
0: (laughs) 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 So jumping in and getting to know you a bit more, Katie, who are you? Yes.
1: Well, first of all, I just have to say that I'm the type of person where you say introduce yourself. And no, nah, it's not for me. <laughs> like my worst nightmare is let's go around the room and introduce ourselves.
0: And I always find when you do that in an activity, I never actually pay attention to what anyone else is saying. Or oh,
1: their names. Oh my gosh. I'm like smiling and nodding. And then I'm like, fuck, what was their name?
0: And in my head, I'm like, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? What am I going to say? Yeah. And
1: then you don't hear what anyone else says because you're just stressing about what am I going to say?
0: Well, the beautiful thing here is that it's just us two. Okay, yeah. And our beautiful listeners, I'm sure we'll get to know you a bit more, yes. but the platform's all yours.
1: Okay, I am Katie. I am the one with the monotone voice, if you're trying to differ between us when listening.
0: <laughs> I'm the one who awkwardly laughs all the time. No, that's both of us. <laughs>
1: Um, I am 28 years old, I am married to my husband Cam and I have 7 month old twins, little Billy and Davey who are very cute but biased.
0: do not know how you do it, when I fell pregnant I was like man I hope we have twins and let me tell you one is enough, so my hat goes off to you.
1: Yeah, I don't even know how I do it some days to be honest, (laughs) (laughs) no but I love them. Um currently on maternity leave, which I am loving, and I am also in the process of studying to be a baby sleep consultant.
0: Which, when I heard this, I was so excited. The first time we got together, I definitely shot you a couple of questions. You did. Um, but for the people out there who don't really know what a baby sleep consultant is, mm. do you want to tell us a little bit more?
1: I would love to, because I feel like there is a lot of confusion about what we are and what we do. You know, we are not these cruel little witches that <laughs> make you do things that you're uncomfortable with. So obviously I'm still studying, but the goal is just to work with families and assist them to get good sleep for their little ones. So
0: so if I was to hire you to come and help me and my family get more sleep, are you going to tell me everything I'm doing is wrong?
1: Absolutely not. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to chat to you about what things you love doing, Mm -hmm. what things you don't feel like are working for your family Mm -hmm. because every family is different.
0: And I think that's the thing. Before I actually knew what a baby sleep consultant did is I had a bit of fear that maybe they were going to judge me because I like to contact sleep with my little girl during the day.
1: Not me. Absolutely not. Contact naps are adorable. But there is also a time and place because you just don't want to end up 24 7 contact naps and mm-hmm. then you just don't get time for yourself which is definitely
0: where we found ourselves now trying to get out of that pattern mm-hmm. and create a bit more routine
1: yeah very common but I'm sure we will discuss all things sleep in the episodes to come um, but yeah so I am in the process of also setting up my own little biz which is at little dreamers club underscore if you want to follow along
0: Oh, And let me tell you, she has some awesome content coming out all the time. This woman is consistent.
1: (laughs) I try, I try, but early days, you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tash, who are you?
0: Who am I? So I am a 34-year-old woman with one baby girl who is 10 months old um, with my lovely husband, Christopher, and I'm just trying to rock the world of – being a mum, being a businesswoman and wearing all the different hats. So I have been a woman's life coach for a few years now um, and I focus primarily on women's empowerment, helping them find confidence within and reclaiming who they are. So unbecoming everything that society has told us we should be and instead choosing the person that we want to be. Love um, that. After having my daughter, I've really realized how important it is because our identity shifts so much Mm -hmm. Um, definitely as women our identity is constantly shifting throughout our life but you know even more so once we have kids and the conversation i have with a lot of women is i don't know who i am and i don't know what do i enjoy a lot of women really struggle to put themselves first Mm -hmm. um but i think half the issue is they don't even know what they enjoy anymore so how do they prioritize themselves if they don't know what it is that they like
1: yeah and i feel like that's such a massive thing with motherhood
0: oh definitely and no matter what circles you run in i think it's a conversation that so many women are having Or they're too scared to have.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: um, I really want to take the stigma and the shame around it and get back to having more fun. Um, You know, just because you're a mum, just because you're a woman who's juggling it all doesn't mean that you have to be boring. You get to be the fun one and you get to live a life that lights you up. Yay! So should we tell the listeners about how we actually got here?
1: I think we should. Do we want to tell them the real story? I think we should. (laughs) um so I slid into Tasha's DMs
0: and I loved it
1: (laughs) um but yeah I think you had maybe been thinking about starting a podcast in the background
0: it had been on my mind for a long time um but I hadn't actually put anything into action yet and I wasn't quite sure what direction to go in so when you slid
1: into my DMs
0: I knew it was meant to be
1: (laughs) and to preface this I don't actually think we had really had that many conversations prior.
0: No, a few comments on a few posts here and there, but no serious conversations.
1: Yeah. So I was following along your biz page. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to plug?
0: Uh, Natasha Sky Coaching. Thank you.
1: Love. Give us a follow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I don't want to say like it was a sign from the universe. Which
0: I love the woo-woo. So, yep bring it to me
1: um but yes I had been um playing around with the idea of a podcast in my head but I wasn't too sure what that looked like yet and I was just watching your stories and I was like I wonder if this lady would like to do a podcast and I got this message and I was like I am
0: so honored I can't believe someone's like wanting to slide in and co-host something with me which is incredible (laughs) or she's crazy
1: yeah very likely that i'm crazy (laughs) (laughs) but
0: it's worked out for the best and here we are
1: i mean so far it's episode one
0: (laughs) (laughs) so that is us in a nutshell do you think that we should kick it off with a little bit of a 20 question so our listeners have a bit more of an insight into our psyche and who we are
1: i think we should
0: okay
1: all right tash What is a totally unexpected hobby or passion of yours that most people don't know about?
0: Well, I love singing, but this is something that a lot of people know because I'm that person who's like singing in the shower and around the house and I'm not saying it's good. So (laughs) if I was to say what is my totally unexpected hobby Mm. is I secretly want to model.
1: Okay. Mm.
0: And just for our listeners who may not know who we are or haven't followed us yet, It's not like I'm this size six,
1: blonde,
0: beautiful, long-legged woman.
1: But you're beautiful.
0: Well, thank you. (laughs) Um, But no, I've always been in a curvier body. And the more I've found my inner confidence when I've done photo shoots, it's something that I just really, really enjoy. So it's something I want to explore a little bit more for me, but also that everybody is a beautiful body and being a role model for that you know even before I had children um you know I had a body that a lot of people would say was flawed but I love the skin that I'm in and every woman should
1: Yes, I love that. Well, that's very exciting. Keep us up to date with your modeling venture.
0: And if there's any offers out there, then please slide into our DMs. Oh
1: Yeah, hit us up. (laughs) Hit Tash up. I'm not there yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Katie, if you could invite any three people to a dinner party, alive or dead, who would it be and why?
1: Yeah, Tash. Interesting question. I think that I look at this a bit differently to most people I think most people would think of really inspiring people oh no I'm here for all of it the weird the wonderful the fun hit me with it I would choose to have dinner with my three dead grandparents oh not to bring the mood down but I think that would be really nice to like catch up with them and you know
0: no I think that's such a beautiful (laughs) answer so if that's the case what is the three things that you really love about them
1: oh I don't know. I just miss them. And like, I want to be like, what do you think about life since you left? Are we doing okay? (laughs) I love that. That's
0: such a beautiful answer. And I think it is very inspiring. Our older generation have so much wisdom to offer us. And it's that shift in our relationships. As we get older, we see things completely differently, right?
1: Yeah. I also have to say that I was chatting about this question with Cam because I was like, who would I have dinner with?
0: Mm.
1: My husband, Cam. And he goes... Well, obviously I'm coming. I'm like, I have dinner with you every night. You're That's definitely what not I coming. I I was like, uh, why would I invite you? And he's like, well, I want to go. Where are you going? <laughs> Someone has massive FOMO. Literally. And I was like, it's a hypothetical dinner. And I was like, also, I'm not cooking. So it's not anything exciting. It's BYO or we're getting takeout.
0: Yeah, it's us on a date with two other people. Yeah,
1: I think, mate, you're not on the list and he was quite upset.
0: No, I am with you on this one. He's definitely not getting an invite.
1: Yeah, wasted. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tash, describe your absolute perfect day in your life from dawn to dusk. Ooh,
0: I love this. Look, I think a lot of people would be like, oh, I'm going to go travel or... Go somewhere really exotic, but I want to keep it really simple. Mm. I do not want to be responsible for making any decisions throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I want to wake up in the morning, have my husband get a little girl out of her room as she wakes up very peaceful and happy, bring her into the bed, um, which is often how we do spend most of our mornings. We're quite quite fortunate
1: that way. It's so cute, isn't it? Like oh. the little morning colours before you start your day.
0: It is adorable. It's definitely like makes getting up early worth it. Um, (laughs) And then, you know, just having some breakfast together, getting some really good coffee, even if it is decaf coffee.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You liar. No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like going for a walk along the beach, um, just making memories, playing in the sand, and then maybe going to lunch with my girlfriends, having some really deep conversations, a few cocktails going for a massage, relaxing, mm. and then just a, like a barbecue and having laughs, maybe around a campfire or something like that. Um, I want to keep it really simple. I really enjoy connecting, having conversation and family time.
1: That's so wholesome. I love it. You know what I also love? You weren't doing anything drastically different to your life. Like you said, you weren't going travelling. Because obviously you love the people and what's around you at the moment. You just wanted to enjoy that more.
0: Yes. Souls. Look, they do drive me bonkers sometimes.
1: <laughs> Don't they all?
0: <laughs> um, but it is. It's the small things in life. And quite often we are reaching for success in all these different ways. But it's coming back to what we have. And, you know, a lot of the time family is the most important thing to people. So how can you cherish those moments together?
1: I love it. Also, we just went so deep on a question. Oh. <laughs> straight in there
0: that is what I'm here for (laughs) so Katie what is your hidden superpower
1: my hidden superpower I feel like is also a toxic trait Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I'm not too sure if that counts but I am the queen of scheduling and to-do lists and all that jazz and all
0: organization I've seen it and let me tell you it is a superpower we would not be here (laughs) if it wasn't for her
1: probably but yeah (laughs) a schedule like shower on my to-do list tick it off once it's done scheduling to the minute if someone says let's do something I'm like what time because it's got to go on my google calendar I've got to write a to-do list for my to-do list oh it's never ending right yeah (laughs) gotta live by to-do list people that don't have to-do lists do scare me a little bit
0: Mm. I do love that though so I love that you said it's your toxic trait too I can see that but also it's such Mm. a beautiful gift
1: Alrighty, next up Tash, oh I like this question I'm keen to hear what you say If you could only eat three foods for the rest of your life What would they be?
0: Okay, so let me just clarify Is it like a food group, like can I say potato But I can have it in every variation No,
1: no, no, that's cheating It's got to be like potato bake
0: Oh, okay Specific It's very difficult Because I think it depends on my mood Oh, <laughs> But um, I think the safe option is to go I love Asian food So I'm going to say like mm-hmm. a Let's say Vietnamese salad Because I've got a bit of salad there Maybe like crispy pork belly Because yeah, it's delicious Yeah, that's the best kind yep. Like balance it out Lots of flavour there um and then I'm gonna go something sweet but again I think I'm gonna keep it simple and just go with like chocolate maybe a nut chocolate like a hazelnut chocolate oh
1: that's my fave
0: yeah um and then oh I'm gonna try and be sneaky here but can I have like a fresh loaf of bread and butter
1: yeah, I'll count that. Yeah. Because I, I understand there's nothing better than fresh bread and butter. Oh, like oh.
0: warm and like it does not agree with me very well. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> you know, I shouldn't be eating the gluten, but it's just so good. So that's what I'm going with. Vietnamese salad, hazelnut chocolate and um, fresh bread and butter.
1: Yeah, I love it. Let's not get a nutritionist advice on that, but <laughs> lock it in.
0: <laughs> so, Katie, did you always want to have a business?
1: Yes and no. I can think back to when I was in the first grade and, you know, if you ask me back then, I was running a few businesses. Starting that entrepreneurship very early. I love it. Yeah, probably illegal. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I remember setting up my own dance academy. Oh, um, at my house, obviously. Yeah. Um,
0: look, I know it's not still in business today. So did it last very long?
1: No, <laughs> I mean, I only did dance myself for, I think, one year. Mm-hmm. And in that year, I decided to set up my own school because I was obviously an expert. Yes. Um, and I roped in my best friend at the time to join the school. And are you still best friends? No. <laughs> Is it because of the academy? You know what? Now that you mention it. No. (laughs) Thank you, uh, Caitlin, if you're listening. (laughs) So, yeah, I guess even at the age of six, I had started playing around with being creative and running my own little biz. So it's always been in the back of my head. Oh, I absolutely love that. Yeah. All right, Tash, three words you would use to describe yourself or your life? Oh,
0: the first one I had to go with is weird. Um, literally had that in my wedding vows. <laughs> um, you know, I am my own person. So, weird is one of them. Um, now, I'm also going to say connection because it is or describe your life. Like, connection mm. is something that I value above everything else
1: yeah I'll accept that
0: um and see I'm already trying to find the loopholes and everything right
1: (laughs) you are (laughs) not approved
0: (laughs) um and I would say curious I've always had a very curious mind Mm. um I'll always ask the weird questions I was always the kid asking why because I just needed to know so yeah weird connection and curious
1: I love that's Probably three answers I've never heard before. (laughs) (laughs) Always here to shock you. Love it.
0: So Katie, what has been the biggest lesson in becoming a mum
1: for you? Becoming a mum. Wow. You know, I think I have a bit of a different perspective on this. I've definitely had a massive lesson, but it wasn't the lesson I was expecting. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I guess when I was pregnant or leading up to having the babies... A lot of people had kind of given me advice that were current mums and just said, remember not to lose yourself and to spend time knowing who you are, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you lose yourself a bit, just expect that, um, be ready for it. Yeah. But I had a really positive experience. I mean, my kids are seven months old, so I Mm -hmm. definitely haven't finished my motherhood journey or mastered (laughs) it or anything. I don't
0: think you ever do.
1: Oh, okay. I'll tick that off my to-do list then.
0: <laughs> Mastering motherhood.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, But I think that I found myself a bit in motherhood. I've had a really great journey and I haven't felt lost yet. I feel like it's opened up a lot of doors for me and yeah, I feel like I really found myself.
0: And it's interesting you say that because I was very much the same. Mm. Um, and I think you hear a lot of the negative stories in becoming a mum yeah. that you're going to lose yourself. Um, I heard so many stories of women who said that they didn't feel connected with their baby um, after the delivery, that it yes. took weeks for them to feel bonded or to feel like they love their child.
1: Which is so common. It yeah. is
0: so common. But I had that overwhelming sense of love the moment that she was placed on my chest. The type of work that I do often working with women who feel like they've lost themselves after having children. I had a lot of fear when I was pregnant. So stepping in and becoming a mum, I truly, much like yourself, feel like I've found myself. Mm. It is very different and I'm constantly coming back to what do I enjoy now because it's certainly changed a lot. My priorities mm-hmm. have changed a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't have as much time these days.
1: <laughs> do any of us? Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so some of those clichés are very real. Yeah. Um, Agreed. But – I have loved becoming a mum and it's probably been one of the hardest things getting back into work like as much as I love it I just love being a mum yeah yeah so but unfortunately a lot of women really struggle with that and every experience is real and whatever you're feeling and whatever you're going through is very unique Um, there are certainly challenges with being a parent but it gets to be beautiful too. So thank you for, yeah, showing us that motherhood does get to be wonderful.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think everybody, as you said, everybody does have a different experience. So that was just me personally, but everything is normal. Mm There's nothing to feel ashamed about. It's just navigating that and figuring out how to move forward. And every
0: day is different.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Tash. When did you realize you wanted to dive into the world as a small businesswoman?
0: So I always knew that I was meant for more and it's difficult to kind of explain this, but I never knew what it was that I actually wanted to do. You know, what am I going to be when I grow up? No, I feel that in my soul. Yeah. I still ask myself that question sometimes as much as I love my work, but I had a real turning point a couple of years ago Um, I'd been working in my corporate job for quite a while. I'd often done a lot of temping, and then I was just like, I'm just going to stay in this office job until I work out what it is that I'm going to do. And I Mm -hmm. had, you know, a great team and all of that, but it just wasn't fulfilling. Um, but I went through a bit of a traumatic experience where I wasn't able to walk unassisted. I actually had a walking stick for about six weeks um was on a lot of medication um due to having a disc injury in my back so a bulging mm-hmm. disc um and it kind of really made me look at life in a different perspective um after having surgery and getting my full mobility back I just like life's too short and I want to do more I'd been getting into self-development and um I'd been working with coaches and I decided to start studying to become a life coach. It was probably that, that moment was definitely a turning point for me where I went, life is too short. What do I want to do? I can do anything I want and I
1: can run my own business. Wow, so that was really pivotal for you and something that a lot of people would struggle with. You actually used as something to challenge yourself and move forward. And it's something that even my husband has struggled with. Obviously,
0: it took quite a toll on him just having to do a lot more and then seeing someone you love in Mm. that sort of physical pain. But for me, I say it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Wow. Um, Yeah, and I haven't had any issues since. And it's just been, yeah, moving forward and up. That's amazing. Yes. So, Katie, if you could go back 10 years in time and give yourself one piece of advice what would it be?
1: 10 years ago. Wow. So I would have been 10 years old. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say to myself that if what you're doing doesn't excite you or come easily, then it's probably not what I should have been doing. Mm. And this is obviously aimed at myself because I started about 50 different uni degrees Yeah, trying to figure out what I should do. And now that, you know, I've got something that I'm loving. So my sleep consulting course, I look back and I'm like, no wonder they didn't work out. I wasn't passionate. It didn't fulfill me. And I wish that I had just kind of known that and made that judgment earlier rather than getting a ridiculous hex (laughs) and no degree. But I think it's something that so many people can resonate with because
0: once you finish school and you don't know what you want to do, you just go to uni, right? It's the next step. 100%
1: it was like, oh, what uni degree are you doing? It wasn't Mm. even what are you doing or what do you want to learn about? It was what uni degree are you doing?
0: Yeah, and so many people I think fall into this trap and it's like, what if we actually just came back and went, what lights me up and what brings me joy?
1: Yeah, or even if I had just allowed myself to have some time and think about what (laughs) I wanted to do.
0: But it is, it's so important. So I absolutely love that and it's a great piece of advice to give anyone
1: yeah tash what does your big life look like
0: so i've actually got quite a clear picture of this because i do spend some time each night doing a bit of visualization just before i go to sleep yeah um and a bit of mindset is probably something we'll get into down the track that moment just before you fall asleep is so powerful because we have access to our subconscious in such a different way So I really spend time and energy putting into focus what it is that I wanna achieve and being able to create a visualization of what that looks like, because once you create it in your mind, you can create it in reality too. So for me, it's um, getting up in the morning before my children wake up. And I say children because there will be another one.
1: Oh, did you hear that, Chris?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He knows I would have 10 if he would let me. (laughs) Um, You know, starting my morning off when it's soft and quiet out and – meditating and journaling and then hearing my children come downstairs and spending time with them before kicking off of the day um our nanny arrives because oh, it love. would be amazing <laughs> so um she's also going to be a housekeeper so house manager
1: yeah a house manager mm. i love that okay that's going on my um manifestation
0: list yeah you know i'm able to go to the gym for a couple of hours have a personal trainer um so it's one less thing i have to think about as well right um come home and really sit down and create create programs um work with women one-on-one um really get them tapping into what lights them up so that we can create this world of women who are excited about life and feel empowered because that is going to impact generations to come. Um, I then am able to sit down at lunchtime with my children, spend some time with them while my nanny's going off doing the groceries and preparing for dinner. Um, <laughs> my husband's just at work, by the way. He's, he, he's oh, fine yeah. doing okay. his own thing. Yep. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, go back to work for a few hours um because i'm planning on talking on stages i've been invited to an event yeah and then you know going for walks with my family along the beach being by the water would be really important Mm -hmm. and traveling lots of travel so i would like to be connecting and working with women um talking on stages traveling and traveling business class and being able to have quality time making memories with my family um, and paying someone to do the things I don't want to do, like washing and grocery shopping.
1: Yeah, I love. Okay, can I join your big life? That sounds great. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> You're and out, it, Chris. No.
0: <laughs> a lot of us so easy just say that's not possible and are scared of dreaming. But it's like if you had all the resources to create the life you want, what would it look like? And for me, it's coming back to, as you said before, those really small things that are important, Mm. but being able to make impact on a big scale and having creature comforts along the way.
1: Also, if you don't even allow yourself to think about it or imagine it, you will never get there.
0: You will never get there.
1: You're not even open to it.
0: Oh, dreaming and is one of the most powerful things you can do. Like so many kids throughout their life are told to stop daydreaming. I will be encouraging my children to daydream mm, all the time.
1: Think big, dream big.
0: Exactly, exactly. So Katie, is there a moment in your life that changed you?
1: A moment in my life that changed me? I mean, definitely. I think, oh, this will sound so like mushy, but unknowingly when I met my now husband, mm-hmm. Cam.
0: Tell us more.
1: I mean, it wasn't, we met online on Bumble. I was going to so. say, was this a Tinderella story? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um So obviously, you know, there was a bit of chatting and it wasn't literally, he changed my life from the moment we said, hi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but looking back, like the trajectory of my life since then has just changed massively. You know, we met and he definitely changed who I am as a person a bit. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, getting married, having kids and the last kind of two years has just been so different to my life beforehand. Mm-hmm. It's like a before cam, after cam.
0: Ah. <laughs>
1: but in the best way.
0: So what do you think has been the, if you look at a past version of you and look at a version of you now, mm. what is one thing that really stands out as a difference there?
1: Ugh, um, being open to love. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no yeah, that's I know. adorable so uh were you that like strong independent woman I don't need no man
1: absolutely
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> I can definitely resonate
1: with this a lot yeah
0: but the vulnerability to open yourself up to even receive love scary scary but also how incredible is it
1: yeah so good like I'm so glad that I let my walls down or whatever you want to call it
0: mm-hmm no, I absolutely love that. That's yeah. beautiful.
1: Okay, Cam, don't get too sappy.
0: He's like, so why don't you want to have me at dinner?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I changed your life, but I can't come to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> K. Okay, Tash, what would you tell yourself ten years ago?
0: To just start. Um, I always felt like I was late that I was starting stuff really late Mm. um I mentioned that I used to quite enjoy singing and I remember when I was maybe like 10 years old I watched um I don't know why I was watching like a biography on Alanis Morissette when I was 10 10 years years old old. yeah
1: (laughs) riveting life I did
0: also mention I was a bit weird um (laughs) but she started writing songs when she was like eight or something And I was like, I could never do it. She started when she was eight. This is (gasps) me at
1: 10 years old. No. So at 10 years old, you were already like thinking to yourself, it's too late. I'm too old.
0: Exactly. Um, I didn't leave school and go straight into uni. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I went as a mature age student at 21 Mm -hmm. and I thought I
1: was old. Isn't that funny that 21, you're considered a mature age student? Which also I laugh at. <laughs> um, I was not mature at 21. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I moved overseas when I was 24 and I was like, oh, like people have been traveling for years already. Um, and then getting into business. I was like, people started their business years ago. Like mm. I'm, I'm behind the foot. So everything has its own timing um Trying to not rush the process, be more present with where you're at and the lessons along the way, and yeah, I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. Yeah. So just—it's never too late. It's never too late. And now I'm like, if someone tells me they're enrolling at uni at fifty, I'm like, hell yeah, like do it. Yeah, my mum's like too afraid to start something because she's like, oh well, I'm so close to retirement. I was like, you still got so much life left, like. You have one life, it is about getting the most out of it, and now is the perfect time. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Mm. Don't don't
0: take any regrets. No. (laughs) So, I guess kind of staying in the
1: theme, but looking
0: ahead, where do you want to be in 10 years' time?
1: Okay, in 10 years' time, I feel like I've got this picture in my head, Mm -hmm. I guess the same as you did, and probably a bit similar, actually. Mm-hmm. I would be waking up at 5am. That seems like an awfully early time to not have babies. You have to get shit done. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if I sleep past 5am, I'm like, the days go on.
0: No, to be fair, <laughs> I am a morning person and I am an early riser, but I would be like six o'clock, but I'll let you have your five. Yeah.
1: Okay. It's My life. No. <laughs> yes. I'd be waking up at 5am, having a coffee you know in priorities Mm -hmm. and i would be going for a walk along the beach because obviously we live on the water in our ginormous mansion
0: there's just something about being by the water though isn't there
1: yeah not like obnoxiously large although i'd have a cleaner so i guess it could be obnoxiously large (laughs) you still want to be able to
0: find the people in the house
1: (laughs) oh yeah i don't want to walk 10 kilometers like going room to room (laughs) (laughs) um The kids would be very happy, obviously, Mm -hmm. and Cam doing whatever he wants to do because obviously we're comfortable with money. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely still working on my business, but I would hopefully be working with a team underneath me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, And I would just be able to work with them and support them in helping babies and families. that would be a great team. I'd be a great boss, you know, flexible.
0: And also because you're so scheduled and
1: organized...
0: Everyone would be across everything.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. Everyone would be over everything and I would be across it all. You know, I'd log on, maybe log on at 9am, do some emails, approve some things, Mm. help some people, you know, take some calls. Like, how can I help? Are you good? How's your day? Love that, Rebecca. You're doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, you know, I would do kind of, I'd have the freedom to do what I want when I want. Well, still working on my business, growing that, spending quality time with my family. Mm. I'd have a personal chef to cook lunches and dinners. I do like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not cooking. Um, And they also need to do the dishes before they leave.
0: Yes. See, I really enjoy cooking, but I resent the fact that I have to cook now. Yeah. Yeah. So I like to get creative, but then I
1: don't want to be cooking dinner every night. No, no. It's not for me. Um, I could cook. Never. (laughs) <laughs> if that was an option. I could I love cook that. never. That's good English.
0: I can see it now. I cannot wait until 2033, which sounds crazy Whoa. to say, to come and visit you at your house and to see how your family and your team are doing.
1: Yeah, I'll get my um, private chef to make some, what was it, hazelnut chocolate, mm-hmm. some white bread with butter.
0: <laughs> and a Vietnamese salad. Yeah,
1: easy. Oh, Awesome. <laughs> Tash, what is the funniest or most unexpected lesson motherhood has taught you?
0: Look, we did touch on this a little bit at the beginning, but probably the most unexpected lesson was how much I would enjoy it. Mm. Like, obviously, I became a mum thinking I would like being a mum, but I've actually really loved every moment of it. I
1: I really like my kid um (laughs) she's a pretty happy kid (laughs) she is she's
0: like the smiliest child and she just brings me so much joy so I wasn't prepared for that I don't think um and I think every day is she just has these funny little things that she does like she's 10 months old and she she's not crawling um but she learned to talk very quickly like 4 months old and she was saying mum
1: that's crazy um
0: because she's like no i'm going to find easy way of doing things um so you every- sure she's not
1: my child <laughs>
0: <laughs> i was like she's a talker she's definitely mine
1: <laughs> Fair.
0: um but funniest moments i think it's the things in the middle of the night like sleep deprivation um like putting a nappy on back to front um <laughs> Yeah, I think those things that we've all done as parents, um, that is just part of the package.
1: Yeah, um, and I love being able to find the humor in those moments rather than letting them like destroy you,
0: because mm-hmm. that
1: definitely happens sometimes.
0: <laughs> oh, that's I that saying don't cry over spilt milk. If you have ever pumped as a mum, um. If you lose that milk, it is like literal gold. I definitely cried when I just finished pumping um, and the bottle spilled all over the floor.
1: Yeah, we had a similar story. When the twins came home from the hospital and they were still on the NGT, so they were getting fed via nasal gastric tubes. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so in the middle of the night, um, Cam was giving them some EBM and... They were getting like 50 mils at the time, and Mm -hmm. Cam had spilt it and he just lost it. Like, he got so upset and so frustrated with himself. And on the rare occasion, I actually had it together, and I was like, babe, it's literally spilt milk. Like, it's fine. But he had obviously seen me like struggling to Mm -hmm. make that milk because I had quite low supply. And you had two children. Yeah. So he was so upset. And I was like, and looking back now, he's like, oh my god like it was 50 mils of milk mm-hmm. like it was not the end of the world but in that moment it was
0: oh and I think opposite for Chris he's like it's just milk you can pump more and I was like <laughs> I can't
1: I was like, oh. <laughs> you don't get it yeah
0: yeah it's um parenting is certainly very humbling mm.
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> that's for sure
0: so Katie what motivates you to succeed
1: what motivates me to succeed? Such a deep question. I think I'm going to keep this really surface level. Mm -hmm. My family, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to provide a great life for all of us, a happy Mm -hmm. life. Passion, I'm really passionate about what I'm working on at the moment, Mm. which makes it quite easy and I look forward to it. You know, i wake up each day and go, what can I learn today? What can I put in place today
0: and it's amazing how much energy comes when you're doing something that lights you up
1: tenfold I cannot believe it like Mm. Cam has literally said to me like slow down what are you doing like you've got to be exhausted and it's like I think I am but I'm loving it Mm. yeah which is something I've also struggled with and I'm sure we'll chat about down the track juggling things Mm -hmm. and making time for yourself but When you love it, it's just so much easier to put your time and effort into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And because it doesn't feel like a sacrifice.
1: Yeah. And I guess the other thing that motivates me to succeed, which ties in, is just my own happiness. Mm. You know, I love doing it, what I'm doing at the moment, because it makes me happy. Yeah. So, you know, it flows with me. It doesn't feel like I'm not aligned or dysregulated.
0: And when you're happy, it flows into every area of your life like your marriage is happier the relationship with your kids are happier like you're more resilient your tolerance levels are improved
1: a thousand percent yeah Yeah.
0: so when everyone talks about why it's so important to put yourself first it's because of those reasons
1: yeah I can't say enough on that I think that's massive Mm. and I think everyone kind of learns that in their own way but once you've learned it yeah. You won't go backwards. Yeah. Okay. Tash, everyone has a why, a core reason that drives them. What's your why behind juggling motherhood and business?
0: So I'm going to break this up into two um, and why it's so important. I do what I do for my business because mm-hmm. if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be passionate. I wouldn't be lit up. I wouldn't want to do it. I would really struggle with yeah. juggling at all. Um, So for me, I really struggled a lot with my confidence um, and with struggling with who I was really, Um, especially in my teenage years, I fought depression. I didn't like who I was um, and constantly trying to seek validation in different ways. And then once I kind of found my inner confidence – I found my self-worth, just how much my life changed and pivoted. As you said with Cam, like the turning point in your life, I feel much Mm -hmm. the same with my husband, Chris. Um, But it was because of who I was when I stepped into that relationship. I was 100% authentically me. And for the first time in my life, I was kind of like, you could take it or leave it.
1: Mm. This is
0: who I am. Um, I'm not afraid to say that. And... From there, I've been able to create a life that I only ever once dreamt of. A life that I didn't really think I would have. There was a point in time that I said that I didn't want to have kids. Wow. And the reason was I never thought I would really find someone that I would want to have children with. Um so you know, it's I almost got the white picket fence fairy tale. Yeah. Um not quite Cute. a white picket fence Riley. <laughs> yeah. Um but you know, I had the house, the husband and the child um Everything my alternate 16-year-old goth self would hate. (laughs) Have
1: you got photos?
0: (laughs) (laughs) There are photos. I like to say I wasn't goth because I had bright pink um, converse chucks. Oh, yeah.
1: That's fake goth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it was part of that, nope, I'm unique because Mm. I always felt that I didn't fit into a particular crowd either. So I just kind of was my own and I had to roll with that and learning to love that. Um, So, I really want to empower women to love themselves, whatever that looks like and to be themselves because as we were just saying, the happier you are, how much that impacts, you know, you don't realize how much all those little interactions throughout the day impact someone. So, when you go to the shopping center and you're talking with someone at the register, that can completely change your mood for the day. Yeah. Um, So if someone is loves who they are, I guess we all have crappy days. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, But as a whole, if you have a world of empowered women who love who they are, or at least don't hate who they are, um, how that impacts everyone else around them. So I guess becoming a mum, it's really important that I give those lessons to my own daughter and to any children I have and so that's why it's important for me to to do it all and to juggle it all and to wear all the hats and to be the role model to show her that you can be anything you want to be if you put in the work to it and if you're passionate about it and people might not understand what you're doing let me tell you um, my mum does not know what a life coach is um ah, okay <laughs> you know and my daughter's probably going to have a career that doesn't even exist at this point of time yeah
1: how freaky is that to think about it is
0: crazy how quickly the world is moving now especially with technology um but showing her that if you believe in yourself that's all that matters
1: oh i love that yes i <laughs> <laughs> wasn't expecting that sweet <laughs>
0: Um, I'm going to stick with the same theme of questioning as before. So before I ask what motivates you to succeed, but what does success actually look like to you?
1: Success. I think this is such a funny question because it's so different to everyone or it should be. Mm -hmm. Everyone's definition of success should be different. It should be very individual. And it shouldn't be just this one tick box. No. Success, tick, complete, you know. I think it's always changing and i think it encompasses so many different aspects of life Mm -hmm. but i think for me the overarching theme would be happiness
0: yes
1: i want happiness to me that will be successful Mm -hmm. and that's happiness in my family life happiness in my career Mm -hmm. happiness in myself yeah um so i think there's so much to think about but, yeah, happiness. You know, I want my family to be healthy and happy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I want to love my career and what I'm doing. I want it to light me up and not be like Monday, 9 a.m. Ugh, I got to log on and do some work. Yeah. Um, yeah, happy with my partner, with my extended family.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and as best as you can, balanced. <laughs> <laughs> lol <laughs> it's all
0: um but trial and error with getting with the balance but I'm not sure who said it or who's quoted it but they said um people always ask you what you want to be when you grow up but they don't ask you about being happy
1: yeah or how you want to feel I've mm. heard that too we've probably just butchered it
0: a hundred percent you get it right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true happiness should be such an individual thing it doesn't look like Money and fame and sports cars and all the material things. It, it can do yeah. if
1: you want it to. Or even the freedom that comes with some of those things. Yeah. Like money, maybe it's not a dollar value, but I would love to have financial freedom. Mm. Wake up and go... I might not work today <laughs>
0: yeah the the financial freedom to say I am going to travel first class because once I get to my destination and I'm presenting on stage I am the most refreshed version of me and it adds to my health so much more
1: yeah I love that little plug back to your vision board <laughs> I'm on board
0: I'm constantly bringing it in
1: I would like business class too. <laughs> Okay, I think this is my last question for you, Tash. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, so picture this. We're flashing forward 10 years. What is one thing you hope you've accomplished or experienced, both as a mum and a businesswoman?
0: Um, As a mum, I hope that I've accomplished in raising a daughter who trusts herself trust her emotions um, but feel safe enough to come to me at any time. Now, I'm really glad this is only 10 years in the future so she'll only be 10 and 10 months mm. and not 16.
1: Yeah, <laughs> pre-teenage
0: years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that I have a village of people around me that she can go to or I can go to at any stage and having those deep connections. The thing I want to accomplish as a businesswoman is is being able to impact as many lives as possible. So I'm going to put it out there and go 1 million, 1 million lives I want to impact. Oh, I love. That's what, 100,000? Uh, yeah, starting now. Yep. Which it feels freaking scary to say. Let, let me, like my whole body's like, I just put that out there for the world to hear. But I want to impact 1 million women in such a
1: positive way. Also, if you can't imagine it,
0: It can't happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the first step.
0: Yep. So 10 years from now, one million women who have been impacted to take charge of their own life. They're feeling empowered, confident, lit up. They like who they are and they have their own perspective of what success should look like for them.
1: I love it. Well, you know where to reach out if you want to get on the list of one million. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Katie, rounding that up for you. Mm-hmm. Now, I originally was going to ask you, what is your goal as a parent? But I'm going to stick with the same line and say, what is your goal as a parent and a businesswoman? So much the same as what you've asked me.
1: Yeah. Which I actually have a very similar answer mm-hmm. because I did think about this one. Well, I thought about the family side as a mm-hmm. parent. And mine was just that I hope that I have raised two, maybe more than two, Cam. <laughs> Cam is running for the hills right now. He's yeah. like, I'm not coming to your dinner party. Yeah, he wanted one child. so. <laughs> and the universe said, you are blessed with two. Yeah. <laughs> so I probably should be grateful. But anywho, my children will be happy and healthy and they're just going to feel so comfortable coming to their parents and knowing that they can ask us anything Mm. you know they're not gonna need or feel the need to outsource any issues or anything Mm -hmm. you know we'll just have a really connected family with open communication where they can come to us and just know that we'll help them with anything Mm. i think that's really important you know Cam and I both had that growing up. Yeah. So it's really important to us that we foster that for our little kitties.
0: I absolutely love that. And it's so important that creating that safe haven for them, that any question can be asked, that it doesn't need, it's not embarrassing. There's no stigma to it. It's curious minds, right?
1: Yeah. Judgment free. You know, we would so much rather know. Mm -hmm. than have them going elsewhere and who knows what advice they're getting. Not that we have the best advice, but you know.
0: (laughs) Or what they're uh, they're finding on the internet.
1: Yeah, let us ask ask the internet and then tell you (laughs) because then we can filter it. Chat GPT. Yeah, chat GPT. My kids just asked about the birds and the bees. Can you please draft a response?
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm like being a parent is scary, but it is the most incredible thing. But much the
1: same as having a business. Mm. being a woman yes so in business land what would my goal be I guess just to well start start (laughs) and grow the business and still be this passionate and love it this much Mm. down the track obviously I want to help I'm not quite confident enough to say a million families but (laughs) (laughs) I would love to support as many families as I can, and get them sleep. Mm, I love that, and because sleep is so important,
0: you're not your best self when you're tired.
1: No, no one is. I'm, I'm like a gorilla. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be around me. That's just according to Cam. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: bless our husbands' cotton socks. Yeah, like they get the best of us, but they get the not so best of us.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. I'm an angel (laughs) 24-7.
0: Oh, well, thank you again for joining us for our very first episode. We would love to hear from you. So feel free to slide into our DMs. Let us know
1: what you loved and what you want to hear more of.
0: Definitely. And if you enjoyed this podcast, we would so appreciate if you could like, subscribe, share this to anyone that you think could benefit
1: from it. Follow us on Instagram at WatchHerRisePod. And we have so many exciting episodes coming up. We can't wait to share them with you. Perfect. So we
0: look forward to being in your ears next week. See you then. Bye.